Bring it in, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Here we go. Ha ha. Welcome to the Playful Banter Podcast with Kyle. I'm Robbie. Kyle, mm-hmm. first pod of 2020. First how you, one. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I've got an iPad here, and I feel like super official. Yeah, you you're getting there, man. Like sitting here podcasting with an iPad. I got a note open that says podcast plan on the top. That's what I always have on my phone. Mm-hmm. I now, I don't... You know what we should do? Do you have pictures pasted into your podcast plan note? No, but we mm. should share notes so that we're not doing things separately. <laughs> this is 2020. It's not that hard. We do have that technology. Yeah. But I'm very proud of you. Yeah, I'm pretty excited you, about it. You're really starting to come into your own as far as helping plan this podcast. It's also a leap year. Let's get fired up about the leap year, Kyle. Like, how are you going to use your extra day? That, I think we'll that, have to talk more about this once we get closer to leap day. But this is, I mean, this only happens like once every four years. I know. So, I mean, if you think about it, maybe like 20 times, 25 times in a lifetime. If you're lucky. Somewhere in there. So, I mean, you can't let it go to waste. No. It's it's always a big year when it's a leap year. Yeah. I feel like the whole year just feel f- feels more full. Yeah. 366 days. Mm-hmm. Whew. It's a marathon is what it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, you got to pace yourself. It's, it's one more day for the good habits that you've set to take effect. I will say, I really wish that the leap day happened in the summer. Yeah. I don't usually want another, another February day of July. To be, yeah, I don't want February to be longer. I want July to be longer. July is where it's at or June. That's at fair. the end of June would be a nice time to have an extra day. Yeah. Extend that birthday June, month, yo. June is a good month. I do feel like February kind of gets the short end of the sick three years, though, so it may as well get some glory on the leap year. I mean, honestly, even on leap year year, it's, it's still, still the, the shortest. shortest month as it should be. Kyle, bold uh-huh. statement. February is the worst month. Straight I'm up. not sure how bold that is. I mean, I think I think if we were to do a poll, a lot of people would agree with you. What else could it be other than maybe January? Because this, so winter makes sense. Mm-hmm. December's got Christmas. Yeah, the people that get real sad during the holidays may say December, but I think that's a minority, not a majority. Right. Yeah, and that's a fair point. But yeah, the majority. I mean, March. March and April. People are usually feeling pretty good in spring. People like spring, but honestly, it still rains a lot. I get real frustrated in spring sometimes because that's when you get your first taste of what summer could be. Especially in the Northwest, there's a lot of fake outs in the spring. Right. Yeah, you get that one nice week where it's, you know, 70s and sunny or like sweet, and then it goes back to 50 and rainy, and you're just, that's when I honestly get real frustrated. I can put up with it in January and February. It's an assumed part of living here. But once I get that taste of what summer can taste like, and then it goes back, it when it rains in June, I get real bummed out. See, I I, I get bored of seasons very quickly. Like I get super excited for winter, <clears throat> and then like halfway through winter, I'm like, I'm ready for winter to be done. And then I'm really excited for summer. Halfway through summer, I'm like, I want some cold weather. Um, so I get excited in the spring where it's just like it's, I'm always on my toes. You it's like a, the unpredictability. <clears throat> I like them. I like and I like mixing it up. Yeah. I like the, the not monotonous nature of the weird weather. 
Yeah. What's, I don't the, know. what's the word for not monotonous? Non monotonous. Kyle, we have done a disservice to one of our listeners that we must apologize for. But it, not- it wasn't that much of a disservice. It, the disservice was exacerbated, your vocab word of the week, mm. for by the fact that we didn't podcast for like a month. Like we, yeah. we really only missed one podcast. Right, but he did email us before our last podcast and we, I won't say we forgot about it. We did not remember it, mm-hmm. which somehow is nicer in my head. Yeah, that's the problem with us sharing the email thing is one of us reads it and then it's, it's no longer a notification right. there. We forget about it. Well, and was the last podcast when we did the tomatoes and the and the pickles or was that the that one was before the one before. That? So this was okay. his response to that. Got it. We should probably let people know what we're talking about. Got it. Yes. Fill them in. So two podcasts ago, we did an experiment, um, a food experiment suggested by our award-winning top ranked listener Chesapooka Baka and uh you do Chesapooka a lot I thought I started but I haven't done a Baka you know what Baka means cow not a Baka oh got it Uh, (laughs) we're off track (laughs) go ahead and so we gave our opinions on his uh culinary masterpieces of peanut butter toast with tomato on it and peanut butter toast with pickle on it yep and he responded and he said sup with a sup sup which kind of stealing your line there i'm i'm okay with it i i feel like that was a tribute more than a steal are you okay with the fact that none of the words were capitalized it was all lowercase letters i think sup with the sup sup is all caps every Mm. letter so he reversed it you know reverse reverse email a little more formal he says hey guys comma so glad you enjoyed the pickles and peanut butter i am also pleased that two people who don't traditionally like tomatoes thought that the second combo was quote not as bad as expected that's exactly what it was Mm -hmm. i am emailing about two things one i am not russian and i don't live in a hut but i do care about how kyle is doing Hmm. there's one on the one on the kyle column yep and then two, you can get a Google number for free text and make calls from it. Just do a Google search and it will walk you through it. Happy holidays, chins. Apuka, baka. He didn't sign it that way. I honestly just like the way he signed it, chins. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, I think for the next podcast, we can't vow that it will work. But we should try it. But I think that we should actually do some Googling around to see how we could potentially get someone to call into this podcast. Yeah. Do a little remote podcast. Yep. And if we figure it out, we'll put it up on Twitter and see if anybody wants to chat. That would be super fun. I think that we should do it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so stay tuned for next pod uh, because we will either have someone call in or we will tell you why we were not able to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> either way. The suspense is going to be titillating. Titillate, man, you are all over the vocab Let's today. Go. Can I tell you it's what 2020. I the only Leap time I year. ever think of like exacerbating is with flame. Ah, you, you exacerbate will, the you flame. You exacerbate the flame. And do you know why I think that? Why? Because in the office, when Andy Bernard is acting in that uh documentary, that safety documentary, mm-hmm. he talks about um how you will exas- you will only exacerbate the flame, but he says it with a smile, and then the director's like, what are you doing? Um, or maybe it's Daryl. I don't know, somebody, and he's like, I made a character choice. My guy just really loves what he does. <laughs> anyway, that's how my brain works. 
Yeah. So let you get a glimpse. Kyle, mm-hmm. we are going to switch gears here a little bit. Just for a little bit. We keep it playful. Okay. We are playful banter. Yes. But we do need to acknowledge something very sad. Yes. That has happened to the world. It's really, I don't know if you feel the same way. But we're recording this on Monday, the 27th of January. Mm-hmm. Um, and just yesterday, uh, Kobe Bryant, his young 13-year-old daughter, um, and a handful of other people died tragically in a helicopter crash in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, there has just been an outpouring of, of grief and tragedy. I mean, it. I don't know how many times during our lifetime... I could point to people responding on this big of a scale to something like this, to somebody dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and it quite honestly might have to do with like my circle of who I follow and That's who I'm what friends I was with thinking. and stuff. Because obviously like on Twitter, I follow a lot of sports related people. And obviously Kobe Bryant was so massive in the sports community. I like, Paul Walker, when Paul Walker died. Mm-hmm. I know that that was really, really hard for a lot of people. Like Prince and Michael Jackson. Right. Heath Ledger. Yep. But those were not in our sphere as much as we Right, exactly. So I'm sure that people. their impacts were felt, you know, in a similar manner for those different groups of people. But at least for me, I can't really think of someone's life being cut so short that, you know, like we've seen, you know, major impactful athletes you know, die in mm-hmm. our lifetime, but not as unexpectedly. The, yeah. Not at 41, not, you know, out of nowhere. At, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was just kind of a shock, you know, like, you know, there's some of these people who, when they pass will be really, really sad, but you know, if they're in their eighties and nineties, like you're like, okay, well, you know, they lived a long life. I think what's really sad about this is that obviously, you know, and, and Kobe was a flawed man. He was not perfect. Um, I think that he, did a lot of things to try and improve himself mm-hmm. after some of the negativity and, and some of the mistakes that he made. Um, I think he did a lot of good. And I think what's especially sad about this is that um, he was only 41 and he was having such a positive impact on a lot of people. And he was going to continue to have such a positive impact on so many more people. Um, and his daughter obviously only 13 mm-hmm. and it should be said that there's an there was another you know 13 year old girl on that helicopter too mm-hmm. um, which should not be overlooked we actually have a connection to that you know family loosely, loosely yeah. because the son um who was not on the helicopter um played shortstop at the university of oregon when we were there yep and so we got to watch him play um so i mean it's just a really really sad story all around Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was shocked when I saw it, and I think a lot of people said when they first saw it they thought it was fake. Right, you see those is, hoaxes, which is telling, I think. And then I, I was just super sad when I heard that his daughter was on there. Yeah, well, and of course, crappy journalism reared its ugly head too. Where yeah. you know you kept seeing like all four daughters are on there, none of the daughters are mm-hmm. on there, one of the daughters is on there, and said so nobody really knew what to believe until. Really official took sources. A while, yeah. yeah, there was so. a race to be first, not a race to be right, which R- is a bit of a problem. Which but. is a huge problem, absolutely. But long story short, we are having our woman of the week this week be Gigi Bryant. Um, again, not because of necessarily what she was able to accomplish, um, but just kind of out of respect for honestly what she probably would have 
accomplished. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, there aren't many 13-year-old girls that, and yes, she's Kobe's daughter, but she was an extremely skilled basketball player and with a mentor father like Kobe Bryant, um, you can imagine. And, you know, she did interviews and stuff. I mean, she was she was going to do great things. Um, and it's incredibly sad that we don't get to have Gigi Bryant as our woman of the week in 30 years mm-hmm. after she has done so many positive things. And we could invite her to the White House when we're president and she was right. a WNBA champion. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty much just destined to happen. And mm-hmm. now, you know, we're still probably going to be president. And and we'll have a Gigi Bryant plaque. Oh, um, that's, a good, that's a good call. You know, we'll dedicate one of the rooms to Gigi uh. and Kobe. Maybe give them each their own room because it's going to be a big ass house. Um, <laughs> We're going to do some expansion to that that yes. little thing they got down there yeah. in DC. <laughs> Not big enough. Not big enough. Yes, um, but anyway, that is our our woman of the week. Not you know too much more to be to be said on that because mm-hmm. you know like we said we like to keep it light and fluffy around here. But um, that's obviously something that huge that's really dominating the world right now for sure. At least our worlds, and so um, very sad. But wanted to shout out gg in one way yes and that's kind of our way that we can do it kyle yes this brings me to my snicket yes and i was fuming yesterday i was with you on this one not and, often am i with you on this snicket normally, and i think a lot of snicketing and i'm like ah and a lot man. of people are with me on this one so it's not like i feel like i'm in the minority here nope. but clearly there's some people who don't agree mm-hmm. um in my snicket which, for those of you that are new to the program, a snicket is like uh, short for the word persnickety, which is my favorite word, which is basically a pet peeve. <laughs> so, it's his way to say pet peeve. Exactly. It's a shorter way. I think it's a fun thing to say. Snicket, snicket, snicket. My snicket is when you do a moment of silence for someone, do not be that jackass that when it is all quiet and people are paying their respects and and you know getting emotional don't be the one like in this case last night at the blazers game Mm -hmm. you start the moment of silence and then you knew it was coming yeah you all just wait there which is sad in itself you're waiting for that one idiot to yell Mm -hmm. and so you know we love you kobe like do not do it it is a moment of silence, silence the most respectful thing that you can do for that person i mean the best way to honor them the whole reason you're having a moment of silence is to be silent. There's plenty of time to cheer their name. You can, you know, like after they say thank you at the end of the moment of silence, mm-hmm. that's the perfect time yell to yell that. You yep. should yell it by all means. But it is just, it totally ruins the moment, you know, where people are paying their respects and deep in thought. And honestly, just because it's so normalized... It ruined it for me because even if nobody did do it, I was going to be standing there waiting, waiting for, for somebody to do not it. Not actually thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, and then obviously people are going to yell, "Shut up!" That's my thing. Is like, yes, yeah. don't be that person either. Yeah, like you know, it's going to happen. If it happens, just ignore it and don't make the problem worse right. by yelling at that person. Yeah, it's you're not the ju- you're not the police here. Yeah, if you're if you have to do it, if you happen to be close enough wait for the moment to be over and then once we've moved on turn around and tell that person that they're a jackass yeah elbow them in the ribs or something right but don't you know be do the exact same thing as them make a bad problem worse but that just drives me up a wall when people think that that's really what you should be doing in that moment yeah that was disappointing so if any listener of this podcast ever does that we're finding you
We're going to what? We're going to find them. I thought you said funding. I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> we're going to get a GoFundMe for yeah. you. <laughs> we're going to give you all of our funds. You're going to travel to every place that there's a moment of silence. Yeah. And... Of which there are none. Kyle. <laughs> Transition. <laughs> Speaking of funds, a lot of funds go into commercials for a certain big <laughs> football game that's coming up this weekend. Yeah. Of which both of us have vested interests. Mine is kind of obvious. I'm a... 49ers fan um so i will be paying close attention but you have Mm -hmm. told me that there's you have some thoughts on super bowl 54 i think so yeah it's 54 yeah um hit me with it i like watching you do a segue when enjoyed your monday we didn't talk to you alexa well don't Um, say her name now she's gonna (laughs) respond again um I like watching you try and do a segue when you don't know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I just, okay, it says Super Bowl on my plan, but I don't know what that means. Especially because if you would have known what I was talking about, there'd be a much easier segue and you just like tiptoed all the way around it. So, uh, I've downloaded that Oregon sports betting app. You are starting to really get into the whole betting thing. And uh, when, I, I, when I downloaded it and I put some money into there, they gave me a free $2.75 bet. Yes. And so I wanted to ask you which one of these two bets you think I should do. Wow. Because, you know, I, I, it's, it's free money that they gave me. It's $2.75. Right. You're not gambling with your money. And so I feel like I need a bet with a big return. So I'm yes. not just like betting on one uh, of the no. teams. You got to go. Like, this is Russian hockey league and, level <laughs> stuff. And so I looked, I was looking at some of the, the prop bets that they have. And they have, this is kind of sports focused, so I'm sorry for you people, but they have Richard Sherman to be the MVP, Super Bowl MVP at 80 to 1. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that is bold. So, but there's your return. Yep. That's like, what, 250 bucks on this free bet if, if he wins? Mm-hmm. And then the other one I was looking at was both Mahomes and Garoppolo get a rushing TD, it's 40 to 1. It's like a hundred and that one's definitely more bucks. likely. I see. I, I'm thinking if the if this 49ers win and Sherman has a pick, uh, like a, in a big spot, yeah, because it's gonna be like if 49ers win, they're gonna have to make a defensive stop, yep. So uh, there's a chance there. I'm not saying it's a good chance, but there's a chance there, yep. And then you figure Mahomes has been running a lot more in the playoffs, mm-hmm. so he could get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Garoppolo does the QB sneaks a lot. Could yeah, He's, goal line. We he, don't really have a goal line traditional back. No, he um, only has one rushing touchdown this year, which which right. scares me. We we do run the football <laughs> on the goal line, like you know, they make it happen, they make it work. Um, that would be why I would hesitate to have him do it. Mm-hmm. Um, He's definitely, yeah, he's not a scrambler around the goal line. But I think that if the Niners win and Sherman gets a pick, like you said. And he's such a name. Right. Well, and the thing is, though, are they going to throw against him that much? That's, yeah. Um, I mean, but Kansas City airs it out. They Mm. throw the football. Mm -hmm. And so they will target him sometimes. He's probably going to be against Tyreek Hill. Um, I what i would do mm-hmm. i think both of those are kind of long shots it's yes. definitely more likely that's why, for they, the that's why the odds are the way they are. i get it <laughs> uh i would personally if it's not your money i would just go with the sherman bet that's kind of thinking i mean why not i mean will we be disappointed if they both run for a <laughs> touchdown yes but i i do think that if you know 
Richard Sherman has a better shot of getting MVP than any other defensive player in that game. Yeah. And so if he can get two picks. Uh, maybe Bosa or like some on the line if he gets like a few I sacks. mean, maybe sacks and a scoop and score or something. But I think that he'll be tested, so he'll have opportunities. Yep. If he can pick off two or pick off one, like you said, in a big moment of the game. Um, I feel like just 80 to 1 is, is pretty good odds there. Yeah. I mean, and if it's not your money, I mm-hmm. say go with it. That's so how I'm much thinking. do you win if if you make that bet? Uh, let's do some fast math here on a calculator because I'm not actually good at that math. It's so $2.75 it, times 80 essentially. So, so 220. Yeah, 220. I would do it. I mean, that's just what I if How much fun would that be? If I had to, yeah, I mean that gives me more of a rooting interest for Richard Sherman too, <laughs> which is fine for me. I, I don't know how you feel about rooting for Richard Sherman. I like Richard Sherman. I'm a, I'm a Richard Sherman fan. I mean, I obviously yeah. wish he was not on the, the team that he's on, but yeah. I like him. Uh, also, we're not done yet here, Robbie. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, we're hosting the Super Bowl party this year. Yeah, you are. And so I just figured we could talk about our favorite Super Bowl traditions. Favorite Super Bowl traditions. I will say that since we've started like with our group watching the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. the prop bets have become a lot of fun. Yep. Um, some of my favorites are the color of Gatorade. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great one. And honestly, I've ne- I never get more amped up for the national anthem. We get than uh, watching the national anthem. The last the two Super years, Bowl. our group has gotten more rowdy during the national anthem than yeah. during the actual game itself. Yeah. So for those of you that aren't following, and I don't blame you, um, <laughs> one of the most popular Super Bowl prop bets is over under two minutes for the national anthem being performed at the Super Bowl. And so they do a lot of research into who's singing it and like in rehearsal how long they're taking and all this. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we'll all usually, you know, not just over under, but we we'll try and pick a time. We'll give specific times: two o seven, two o three, whatever. And then right when they start, we have a timer, and everybody huddles around the timer. And then as it gets really close to the end, we all get really amped up, like praying for them, elongating, <laughs> like free last year you and i both got screwed because she said brave twice yeah she double braved it yeah you we, can't we, we, change we thought we the were words. like we were like gonna be close to winning and yeah. then she braved again <laughs> right double brave um and so yeah it did not account for that but yeah honestly you know and especially when the super bowl is two teams we don't really care about you care a lot more about the prop bets and that honestly is the most exciting one <laughs> That we get into. Yep, I so like I really one. enjoyed that. On top of that, maybe just snacks. snacks. Super Bowl parties always have mm-hmm. top-notch snacks. And football snacks, honestly, some of my favorite food. Yeah. So the, that would probably be mine. How about you? I like the quarters game. Yeah. I like, because then you're always checking, like, who's on the square now? Right. And, like, what happens? And yep. so it's, it just yep. keeps people more engaged if, if than the, if, if they... It, if the quarter ended right now, mm-hmm. Kyle would win or whatever. Yeah. Yep. I, I like that too. I got put in the family pool this year that my uncle does. And like ours was, you know, if you're ahead at the end of the third quarter, you get like $12 or something. Mm-hmm. If, if that, his is like $200. Oh my. Like he's got a lot <laughs> How much of money. Did you put into he's this? Got a lot of, I didn't even do it. My parents texted me. And oh, what a, like, what a stroke of luck. That's my, like betting on this with my free money. Exactly. <laughs> they like, got better odds. Yeah, my mom texted me and my brother. She's like, by the way, we bought you each one square and uncle Bob's. <laughs> <laughs> like Super Bowl pool or whatever. Um, and so <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's cool. But yeah, it's written on the side. It's like, well, and last year, I don't know if you remember, but they kicked a meaningless last second field goal. The Rams did that 
in the yeah that you got screwed i would have won last, i, I would have won that big pot at the end of the game and then they kicked a useless <laughs> field goal to give it to somebody else and i would have i would have won like 20 bucks or yeah. something which i won it a couple years ago yeah and now we just use those quarters to fund the, the, yeah. the that is a good quarters. one commercial bingo has also been fun too mm-hmm. so i like that yeah we do the super bowl party right now yeah. Big shout out to my muse. She She's, she, she really, really revamped. Up the game. She really revamped. We do prizes for all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's turned into quite the event. Kyle. Yep. Let the people pee. Okay. We're gonna take a break. <laughs> come back because we're going to debunk myths as well as break down the top tech slash Kyle and I's future tech that will revolutionize your world. <laughs> We are back. We're back. We're really, really back. Wow. Nice and musical. I felt like that should have been sung in Rent or something. 525,600 times we're back now. Exactly. Is that from Rent? <laughs> 525,000, yeah. 600 you, minutes. You know what I know it how from? Do you, from the office. From the office. Again, that's how my brain works. <laughs> I didn't know that was originally from Rent. I knew they didn't come up with it, but I didn't know it was from Rent. Okay, so Kyle, one thing that's trending on Twitter right now, the Daily Blast Live mm-hmm. on Twitter, which can be found at Daily Blast Live. <laughs> Clever enough. They're not like us who have a secret handle that doesn't make any sense. No. Um, like an interesting branding choice you made They've there. been going through, well, they deserve credit. They've been going through, like, and they call them wives' tales, which is basically another word for myth. Fun fact, when I was a youth, I thought it was a wise tale. Hmm. That makes conceptual sense. I'm not really sure why they're wives, other than like stereotypical like women telling gossipy. kids stories or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. like almost nursery rhyme type of stuff. But anyway, they've been breaking down um, with hashtag wives tales debunked all these different myths, whether or not they're true. Um, so one, I'm gonna run through these really quickly. Okay, so one, stress causes you gray hair. That one is actually true. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I would be pretty shocked if that wasn't. Look at Obama after he was in office. Yeah. So that one is true, but there's several others that aren't. Uh, <laughs> eating chocolate does not cause acne. Um, Good. And you let me know if you want me to explain any of these, because they okay. do give some reasons as to why. Yeah, that one I wasn't too worried about. Yeah, so that one's not true. Um, fasting, or the the uh, myth of feed a cold starve a fever oh yeah that doesn't seem right yeah that's not right um plenty of fluids is good yeah i was gonna say nutrients are important when you got a fever (laughs) right so yeah you should eat for both a cold and a fever and drink plenty you should never starve yourself when you're sick yes your body needs you um a penny dropped from the empire state building can kill you yeah, I knew that. I, I learned that one in, in physics class in high school because it, it reached maximum velocity, negative 9.82 meters per second squared. It's not going to go faster than that. Well, and they're flat, and so they tumble, well, which means that they're, so probably, yeah, they're, yeah, they're not actually going to gain enough speed because they keep getting that wind resistance. Um, humans only use 10% of their brains. Yeah, that one. The whole movie was made out of that, and it's just not true. Yep. Nope. Yeah, that was a Scarlett Johansson one where she like unleashed so much of her brain she disappeared at the end i remember that that was a weird movie 
Um, anyway, that's not true. We actually use all of our brain all the time. Um, there are some people smarter than others, and you use your brain differently, but it doesn't mean part of your brain is just dead yes. or not being used. Carrots improve vision. Not true. Yeah, I was hoping that one was true, though. Yeah. Um, it does have vitamin A, which is good for your eyesight, but it's not like eating it is actually going to improve. make your eyes better. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, it might help you not make them worse. I don't know. Um, gum takes seven years to digest. Oh, that's a, that's one that I wasn't sure about. Yep. Nope. It doesn't just sit in your stomach. It does get through you just like everything else does. So you can swallow gum and you'll be just fine. Do it. Turkey makes you tired. This is the last one. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's... Wasn't that supposed to have like a chemical? Like that's, that, that, that seemed real. People bring up tryptophan. So turkey does have an amino acid that can make you tired, but so do other foods. And they don't put you to sleep. So... Um, they're basically saying carbs are what puts you to sleep and you just eat a lot of carbs. Yeah. I feel like I always just get tired after meals in general. So yeah, they say holiday booze and carbs are what make you sleepy. And And so there's nothing inherently about turkey that is different from other foods that you're eating that make you sleepier. Gotcha. That's what they say anyway. Um, so those are some quick myths. I like those. That was fun. Yeah. Short, sweet. So yeah, we've we've officially divorced con- those wives' tales. Go <laughs> consider yourselves educated. I just thought of that. Now, one. Kyle. Speaking of education, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's some very educated, very smart people that work in the tech industry. There are. And in January every year, the tech companies all get together to demo their newest ideas and models and such in Vegas, Sin City, Vegas, home of. Playful Banter Day, Adventure Day 2020. Mm-hmm. Got That's what we use our leap day for. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Um, but there's this conference every year called the CES. Kyle, what does it stand for? Consumer Electronics Show. Okay, I didn't know that. I was hoping you would just make <laughs> something up. But apparently that's what it actually is. So the Consumer Electronics Show was in Vegas once again this month. And... Kyle and I have picked some of our favorite items that were debuted at that conference. Mm-hmm. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? I can, I can start with it. Hit us. Um, the first item is the BMW i3 Urban Suite. Ooh, tell me about the Urban Suite. I have always wanted a way for a commute to be as like uncommutey as possible. Like, I want it to be productive. Right. I don't want to have to spend time driving. I don't want to be in, like, an awkward situation. Like, just sitting there forward doing, like, nothing. It's kind of like riding the train. So, BMW is trying to rethink the rideshare experience. So, they've they've set up the Urban Suite, um, which includes perks like a hanger for coats, heated cup holders, a literal desk lamp, and some nice privacy features as well. So, you get, like, a suite in this rideshare experience. It's not just, like, you're sitting there in a car. Right. I think we're it's we're moving forward. What I want is something like this in a driverless car. I was thinking that driverless would really make that better, I think. Because I'm I am all aboard driverless. As soon as we can get there, I want it yep. to as, be there. As soon as it's safe and affordable. Like I do kind of imagine maybe one day so many driverless like rideshare cars out there that we just won't need our own cars anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the way it's going. But it's almost like, yeah, there's just a bunch of rideshare cars driving around, looping, waiting to be called. Yep. And then, you know, you call one, and then you just go out your front door. It's going to take you wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that would be super cool. And yes, if that is the kind of car that they have, where yeah, you can stretch out, you can you know have a work, desk. get your work done, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if I would get car sick, like reading and doing all that stuff in the uh, back maybe. of a car. So that might put kind I of think a damper it's a on it. Ride. But you know, it's like you you watch TV or something back there. Mm-hmm. Put a screen back there. Yeah. Let me watch Netflix, something like that. Kyle, mm-hmm. here's my first one. Samsung's all over this list. Samsung must have had half the conference. Um, Samsung's a big consumer electronics company. Right. So one thing that they have is called Bali, which is a a tiny little ball that has a bunch of cameras and sensors on it. And it kind of reminds me of the idea of a droid in Star Wars because it follows you around your house when you want it to. I assume you can turn it off. But it follows you around your house. (laughs) And, you know, it's got commands like... Um, I don't want to say your name, but yep, exactly. Um, so it can follow commands. It can also tell you certain information about like your other smart home features. It can turn your lights on and off. So basically, it's 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 like a rolling right smart assistant. Right, but yeah, you so like a droid. You're right. It's exactly like a droid, and it can take. I feel like it probably has less personality than a droid for now. Yeah, but maybe that's the next step. First step. But I think that one thing that you can do remotely because it has cameras and stuff like if you're out of the house but you're like did i leave the front door open or something you can have your um like my muse she used to always think we since have an app for mm-hmm. it but she used to always be afraid that she left the garage door open yeah and so if you did something like that or you were afraid you left the lights on or something like that and you didn't have other apps to check it you could tell this ball from wherever you are, the grocery store or whatever, hey, go into the dining room and take a picture so that I can see if the lights are on. Ah, that's pretty neat. Yep. And then if they are on, you can tell it to turn it off. And as long as it's smart, applicable or whatever, you can turn it off. I like that. Um, and so it does, you can give it commands like that too. You so, think it's equipped with pepper spray so you can say, go get the burglar and then... You could definitely probably tell it to take pictures of burglars when they come in. <laughs> That's, I guess that's helpful. kind of part of it, too. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're on our way to droids. Basically, mobile smart friends or whatever. I like that. Yep. My second piece here is the Canon EOS 1D X Mark III. Do you all re- remember that? Yeah. It's, um, it's one of those things that makes me sad because I always <laughs> Good want... Good pick. <laughs> because I want it and I, I can't afford it. It's a very nice... Right now, give it a couple years, and once it becomes outdated, who knows? Even the outdated ones of these are still very expensive. Um, But once I get loaded, after we become president and we monetize on our popularity, Mm -hmm. then I'll be able to get one of these. Um, Because, you know, uh, you probably don't know, but a lot of picture-taking is going to mirrorless cameras now. Mm -hmm. Smaller, more compact, similar image quality, but... Canon's kind of trying to stick with the the DSLR thing, and they're doing it very well, and I want it. It's got great autofocus, very fast shutter speeds. It's I want it, but I can't have it. Um, it's sad. Sobering. Mm-hmm. You'll get there, little guy. One day. <laughs> one day. Dare to dream. Uh, this is a dream that lazy people have had for a long time. <laughs> Which is that's a segue. A segue. It's a literal segue <laughs> that you can sit in. So it's like it's a it's basically like a rascal. You know, like those scooters that old people ride around in. Uh, that, that's I didn't know that was called a rascal. 
I think those are called rascals. I believe you. Um, but they, it's it's this very fancy version of that. Uh, but it's kind of it almost looks like you know a recliner chair that's got two wheels on it. It's made by Segway, and you control it via a joystick. And so I think it's kind of a, a mix between the the old people scooters and the new uh, like Lime or Bird or the new scooters that you see in urban areas now. Um, that you know you you pay for it for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but it's got safety features. It's got like turn signals. You control it by a joystick. Um, and so it's the, you know, it's kind of a new leisurely way to ride around. It's you ever a little... ridden a Segway? No, They're I fun. have not. I, use I would like feet. to see you on a Segway. I imagine it's kind of like the, the motorized scooters things where I have to get used to it. Cause the thing that people don't like about Segways is that you use your body to control them mm-hmm. like you lean and so you have to like trust it that you got to lean forward yep. and i assume i would get used to it but you I'd do get used to it but it would be funny to see a start yeah i would get i'd be rocky at first this thing is very stable it's still on two wheels but you literally just sit in it and you'd start steering with a joystick that would be fun yeah i did a segway tour in houston with a normal segway not one of these things mm-hmm. and the our segway guide probably rightfully so was like very very cautious and I was very, very not. And he Shocker. he didn't like me very much. I just started darting into I traffic. Was, I was spinning all over the place, <laughs> doing all sorts of stuff. He was chasing me down. It was uh, yeah. Well, you should have just been like, I signed the waiver. Leave yeah, right. Me alone. You're not gonna get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. My next piece of tech is the Samsung Cero TV. I don't know if I'm pronouncing Cero right. S E R O. Um, Cero. But it's a 43-inch 4K Samsung TV that will rotate for you between landscape and portrait mode depending on what kind of content you got going on. So you can mirror your phone, you can mirror whatever you want to it, and if you're doing vertical stuff, it'll boop, pop vertical. If you're doing horizontal stuff, boom, go horizontal. That's one of those things that you don't know how nice it is until you use it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm guessing if you ever had to go back after that and you not watch vertical it, video on horizontal it, tv it's it like, would oh, be geez. annoying you're like why isn't my tv flipping this for me <laughs> yes type of thing but yeah it's not really something that i i sit here and be like gosh i wish that my tv would do that no but yeah it is kind of a cool idea it's nifty yeah uh there's a couple cars that i'm going to talk about kyle one is the fisker mm. who makes electric cars fisker ocean they claim that they are making the most sustainable vehicle ever so it's a bold claim it's all electric vegan leather interior Mm. i don't so that means like they don't use cows for the leather yes i guess faux leather yep faux leather um they use recycled materials like nylon and polyester they also have a solar panel on the roof for passive battery charging um, as well as a cool California mode that rolls down every window for an open air feeling without compromising safety. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. How do so, you not compromise safety? I have no idea how that could not compromise safety, having the windows down. But yeah, I like it. I mean. If, if it's true, I'm in. Yeah. So, but the idea of a super sustainable car that is made without waste and like the solar panel idea on the top of a car makes a lot of sense to me um and so i'm assuming that's something we're going to start seeing a lot of i would think so especially as we move towards more and more electric cars and stuff i'm Mm -hmm. guessing it doesn't actually charge up the battery all that much but even if you like have to park outside 
you know? Yeah. While it's sitting there parked, it would be nice if it could charge up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah. Yes, I mean, anything you can get. Your turn. My turn. Um, my last piece is the Jouet? It's J-O-U-E with an accent. Jouet. 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 <laughs> it's the Jouet music Jouet. instrument, um, which is like a modular kind of MIDI uh, music instrument thing. You can plug in different, like, attachments and stuff to it so you can plug in your tablet to it you can plug in like a drum pad you can plug in a keyboard you can plug in like a midi guitar neck mm-hmm. and it's like a music studio that you can take wherever you want and it's another thing that i want and probably can't afford that's the that's the theme of this yeah <laughs> totally but i can also see that being something that in like 10 years every single person in the music industry has one of those oh yeah like you'll see street performers yeah just with pop those it out things and... pretty soon I mean, yeah, you're going to see street performers no longer playing on bucket drums. They're just going to be sitting there with a tablet and a speaker and just going at it. I hope I hope we don't lose the bucket drums. I'm a I, big bucket drum I fan. I love me some bucket drums. They are some talented bucket drummers out mm-hmm. there with a whole slew of buckets. Yeah, I always was jealous of the bucket drummers and the pot and pan drummers. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom would never let me drum on our buckets or pot and pans. Well, and she honestly stifled what could have been a wonderful musical career i they also wouldn't get me a drum i i still insist that if they would have got me a drum set when i was a youth i'd be a world famous rock drummer and they did not do that for me you'd also be hooked on cocaine (laughs) (laughs) you're giving you i've got willpower live and let live i suppose i've got two things left you don't have another one um we were each supposed to do five oh i said four i can i'll i'll pick one i'll I'll pick your favorite one (laughs) okay you get six I'm just going to say the sixth one for you. Okay. Um, well, my, my sixth one would be the Sony car. Nope. Okay. That's not what your sixth one is. Okay. Uh, okay, never mind. So, <laughs> my next one is the Hydroloop Water Recycler. So, this is like a big... Think I think from the picture, it looks like it might be the size of a water tank, like a water heater tank. Um, so, it's not a small appliance. It's definitely something that you put, you know in the garage of your house or something like that. It's Mm got to be connected to your water. But what it does is it can collect what's called gray water, which is um, your like bath water, water that goes down the drain, showers, washing machines, stuff like that. Um, And it will, it's a maintenance free filtration system that can recycle up to 80, 85% of that water and reuses it in like your toilets and your irrigation systems and like stuff you wouldn't drink yeah. or ingest, but like, you know, to flush your toilets or irrigation, mm-hmm. or, you know, run your sprinklers and stuff like yeah. that. It can save 85% of that water that usually goes down the drain and use it for another purpose. That's very cool. My, so, I think the building that I had had a big thing like that. Yeah. But not, it's very cool. You can do it on a personal level. Yeah. So... Well, that would be kind of a cool thing to have. Mm-hmm. What's your fifth one? I told you, my fifth one was the Sony car. I thought that was your sixth one. No, that was my fifth one. Oh, well, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're so organized. What do you have written on that iPad, anyway? Um, so I my, wrote down four. <laughs> my fifth one is the Sony Vision S. So this is kind of similar to what you were talking about with your car, mm-hmm. where this is, and I didn't even know Sony ever made a car. I still don't know if they've ever made a car. Maybe this is their first, but um, they are taking all their expertise with imaging, displays, audio, and puts it all into this like electric car concept. Um, so it's got 
Um, it's got a focus on safety, adaptability, and entertainment. It's got 33 internal and external sensors, 5G connectivity, driver and passenger monitoring, assistive driving capabilities, and a huge panoramic display. Here's something I'm torn on, though. I love having the display. At what point does it become too distracting? I mean, I guess it's cool if you only have directions or stuff on there. Yeah. But it's almost it seems like we're getting towards the point where you're going to start like putting TV or something mm. on there, and you can't do that. No, that's against the rules. Well, I'm hoping they don't change the rules. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, having a huge like Sony quality sound system and, and would, screen and yeah. stuff in there, that would be a pretty cool thing. Anytime and you get in a car and you feel futuristic, that's yeah. always fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so that's, and obviously it's all electric and sustainable and stuff that way too. Yeah. So definitely like a, a future of entertainment mm-hmm. car going on there with Sony. So that was my fifth one. Your sixth favorite one, yeah. uh, is the Dimension Robotics Dr. Caro. Yes, tell me about my sixth favorite one. This is essentially like a Peloton for stroke victims. Um, <laughs> so it's got I've it's always got, wanted one of those. It's got a, sh- a screen and like a little resistive arm thing, uh-huh. and it's got like different. It essentially, is supposed to replace costly physical therapy for stroke victims. Yeah. So it helps you do like all your kind of physical therapy exercises and rebuilding the neural connections. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can it's like got resistive modes and whatever the opposite of resistive is modes um, and helps. Resistive. Yep. And it helps with uh, strength training and dexterity and stuff for stroke victims. I think that's super cool. Yeah, I told you it was your sixth favorite. See, now, yeah, my 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 worry with that is that who the hell is going to have good enough health insurance to be able to afford that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's especially because it's billed as like an alternative to costly physical therapy. So is it really mm-hmm. going to be more cost effective? I don't know. Right, exactly. I don't know the price. Hopefully, though, the more you more physical therapy and stuff you can do from your house... Yeah, the more accessible it is. Right, exactly. I mean, there's some people who really should be doing physical therapy, but they're not quite well enough, like, with their lower body to be able to go to physical therapy. And so yeah. they have to pay for physical therapists to come to their house, which mm, can be more expensive and yeah. stuff. And so, but even between physical therapy appointments, mm-hmm. having stuff that you can do that's a little bit easier, especially if you're kind of on your own or something. Yeah, or people that are embarrassed to go to physical therapy. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So I love that idea. Now, Kyle, this mm-hmm. has inspired us. Yes. If we're going to be at next year's CES conference yes. in Las Vegas, what are we going to have in our booth? The Playful Banter Industries booth. Um, I am a big fan of alternate modes of transportation. Uh, I like to ride my bike. I have an electric skateboard. I have a non-electric skateboard. I've got a car. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to have electric rollerblades. Ooh. So you just kind of stand it's, there. It's, well, it's, it would be like my skateboard. So I would have like a Bluetooth remote yeah, and just can fly around on my rollerblades. And not have to put forth any energy mm-hmm. with like pushing. Yep. No pushing. All. I can break yeah. without having to do the awkward rollerblade back break thing. Right which everyone always falls on. Right. Yeah, there's not a smooth can way. Hit, can hit up the skate park in my electric rollerblades. Uh-huh, get mad get, air. Get in the half pipe. Yeah. I will say, yeah, the way to stop on rollerblades. 
it's tough. It's it doesn't. It's not smooth. Mm-hmm. Like because you almost want it to be like it is stopping when you're ice skating. Yeah, and you kind of like, like you a, just turn sideways. Which some go, people kind of can, but that's I ugh. know. And you know, I've done my research. I've watched Brink, <laughs> um, and they make it look okay. But also, like you kind of have to like S curve until you slow down enough to be able to do that. Anyway. Yeah, the, the way that I would stop when I used to be uh, a rollerblading kid is I'd be going down the hill and then I would just turn in a big loop and eventually start going back up the hill until i right. ran out of steam yep that is but that has its own dangers because <laughs> then you start going backwards right and you go start going backwards and you have to do a big loop into the street and if yes. there's a car over there and you're either gonna hit the car or you're not gonna be able to slow down yep so uh i think that would be a cool thing to do right i See? would i'd buy a pair mm-hmm. that's another thing that would probably make a funny video to watch me try to learn that's true uh because the skateboard didn't go that well and it seems like that should be a pretty easy thing. <laughs> um here's one that and we have to be moving towards something like this but you got to hear me out i'm actually kind of inspired by so i've been rewatching parks and rec for the hundredth time mm-hmm. um and in the later seasons they have this grizzle thing which basically like it's like a phone but you can display like a hologram oh, screen yeah. in front of you type of thing. But back in, it's been in movies forever that like take place in the future. We have like chips and stuff implanted mm-hmm. in us. And in 2020, I'm a little surprised we don't have chips implanted in anybody for mm. like technological advancement purposes. Mm-hmm. We um, haven't been partially cyborged yet. Right. And so here's what I think. And obviously it's going to be super risky, but I don't care. We're dreaming. Um, I have always thought that wearing contacts is annoying and yes. I should have some kind of advantage. The smart contact. I need to have a smart contact. So I want a chip put into me that's connected to my contacts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I want to have that basically connected to my brain and to my phone or, you know, some kind of device or whatever. Yeah. So that I can basically see like a screen type of thing in front of me uh-huh. while I'm like walking around and stuff. That's so dangerous. this removes, <laughs> I know, but it, but so is walking around looking at your phone. Yeah. And so, you know, almost like a see-through screen. So mm-hmm. like I can see words or whatever, but I can still see what's behind it and going on around me. Um, and I can control with my thoughts. I don't like the idea of having a screen and, like, in front of me and it. then having to randomly look like I'm hitting flies or something. But if I can just be like, okay, click on that link, you know, zoom in whatever all with my brain yep then i can do that but i can quickly turn it off obviously if i'm crossing the street or something but it seems like a less distracting way now it does and nobody else can see it but me because it's connected through my contacts so it's not like a bunch of screens like you're walking around you see a bunch of other people's stuff Uh it's private to me um it creates kind of a barrier where it's like you're trying to have a conversation with someone and you don't know if they're actually looking at you yep. or if they're looking at the screen. Um, it's like but, when a girl with long hair has got a Bluetooth thing in their ear and they're talking and you're like, talking to me? Yep, exactly. Um, so there obviously are some hiccups and stuff like that, but I like the idea of being able to you know, have my hands totally free mm-hmm. to be able to look at screens and navigate with my brain, quickly turn it on and off, um, but also have kind of a wider screen yeah and stuff and that way i can use my contacts to my advantage so put a brain or a chip in my chip brain, in brain that's connected to my contacts and that gives me access to the internet that's basically what i want yeah and then i want to be able to control it just with my thoughts like turn on turn off i think i think we i mean we may not even need to get a chip in your brain i mean if you want that you could but i bet there could be some sort of hat that could do this i think so 
Because I know yeah. they, they have some sort of things that like you put on there and you can kind of like right. move a mouse or, or yeah, something. Like, like maybe it's a little sticker or something that you put on your temple. Or mm-hmm. maybe, it, maybe it's like an AirPod type of thing. That mm-hmm. way sound is adjusted to it too. Oh, um, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. just like somehow close enough to your brain that it can sense what you want it to do yep so i'm sure that that technology will be around for us next year to debut at ces <laughs> yes next year but if we can pull next off, year we'll have electric rollerblades and brain chip give contacts me 35 <laughs> bucks and i can do it probably that's all i'll need kyle yep our people are well hydrated they need to go to the bathroom again wow. because they're nice and healthy and they're not starving of fever or a cold you shouldn't nor do that. are they giving it uh a drought <laughs> they're not giving it a drought what do you call it when you're not drinking um, water it's dehydration thirsting they're not dehydrating themselves so they have to go to the bathroom again yeah so we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna come back we're gonna wrap it up all right we're back kyle yes let's wrap this puppy up all right, we're going to start with our tweet of the week, Woo. which comes to us courtesy of Cherlapadu. Cherlapadu. Our, uh, our same favorite award-winning number one fan. Ah, Chins. Chins. <laughs> formerly, the artist formerly known as Chins. Twitter handle at ChessAllenPDX says... At Kyle McG3 loves his popular opinions and I unpopular opinions and I respect that. Was this in response? Okay, <laughs> hold on. I can't believe I forgot about this. There were a lot of positives to this night. We didn't even talk about your bachelor party we in didn't. Nashville, and I can't believe we should have. Next time, maybe maybe our call in will be Alexander, ah. who helped plan your bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Honestly, for as much fun as we had, as painful as it might have been, <laughs> um, I am still fuming at this, and I apparently had packed it so far down I forgot, um, but on our last night in Nashville for Kyle's bachelor party, he had the audacity to say that his, he not not like he likes it. But mm-hmm. it is his number one fruit. Yes. Is cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. Which is outrageous. And I put it up on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. I'm mm-hmm. taking polls as often as I can. And most people disagree with you. But, but I can't believe that there are a few out there that do agree and with see, you. Here's... It is astounding to me that people think, like, I don't hate cantaloupe. It is not my least favorite fruit. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't even belong in the at least top five and the the, fringe top 10 and the strongest case that i can think of for this is like your polls were oftentimes like 75 he's crazy 25 percent. i agree something like that yeah right yeah maybe a little bit 80 20 there was yeah one was 91 9 but yeah most of them were 80 20 ish and like one or two people agreed with and if you think about how many fruits there are the fact that like 10 to 25 percent of people have cantaloupe as their number one that's like astounding. that's a popular fruit and i it's i'm i can't i'm on solid ground here i i it's ridiculous to me it truly is i can think and i think i did this i can think of 10 fruits i like more than cantaloupe <laughs> you did do that it, you, you just started naming berries <laughs> yeah because they're all better than cantaloupe 
pineapple, mango, blasberry, fruit, the wild thornberries. Okay, raspberry, blueberry, apples, bananas, um, strawberries. I said that. I said that kiwis. I do like kiwis more than cantaloupe. I do like kiwis more than cantaloupe. Grapes didn't say grapes. <laughs> what? I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. And I just I don't I don't hate cantaloupe, but I don't like cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. I also don't like watermelon. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, cantaloupe's way better than watermelon. Watermelon's too watery. I would, I would agree with that. I would agree cantaloupe is better than watermelon, but. And then we get into the whole fruit salad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, I can't believe that we just relived that. But Kyle, <laughs> did you like your bachelor party? I loved it. Um, it was a lot of fun. Thank you very much for planning it. I know I'm not the easiest person to plan for. You're really not. <laughs> so, so I appreciate that. I mean, it's it's a gift and a curse because we're like, no matter what we're going to do. I would have been happy. Yeah, exactly. So I'm planning it. But you had with no direction. Frequent on what podcaster to do. Alexander Francis Brown, co best man. Um, and so, yeah, we're like, he's going to like whatever we do. But at the same time, there's no nothing direction. to go off of. Yes. None of us have ever been to Nashville before. Um, and so it's like, well, you know, worst case, we go out and we listen to music every night and he'll like that. Mm-hmm. But then there's so many other things to do. You're like, well, does Kyle really want to do that? Like, what do, you know? <laughs> and so, what was your favorite part of Nashville? Uh, I don't like that question. Um, just like being there was fun. Like vibe. It, it's, it's had like, cool vibe. Did you like didn't have a different feel like being it there? It honestly reminded me. It's like a small version. It's like a honky tonk version of Vegas. Like that, like strip like of Broadway honky tonk bars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and every country star's got their own bar, and there's like four floors to every bar and they all have their own stage and so there's just music everywhere um it had like a vegas vibe where you're like this is like an adult playground yeah. type of area which was super cool yeah um no you know so we did an escape room that was super fun we did a brew cycle we made it out of the escape room with two minutes to spare we did i was really proud of us mm-hmm. we, we pulled out some stops uh we did brew top, cycle was really fun yeah top golf we Played life size beer pong. We did play. Yeah, that place was cool. We went there too late though. Yeah. Uh, We played. We ate some hot chicken and then we ate some real hot chicken. That was. I I found myself craving that chicken though. Like I I want it again. It was so good. I want it it again, but I wouldn't. I get it one less degree. I think I do the same. Yeah. I think it's much more of an experience if you go extra hot. Well, I've had that experience now, and I want to enjoy (laughs) it. I want it again. (laughs) I did enjoy it though. I mean, I really did, but it was. It was painful. It was hot. And we had a lot of moonshine. <sighs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I ever get desperate enough, I'll tell you the story of what happened after moonshine. But and that's we ha- for a different And podcast. we had probably two of the best Lyft drivers I've ever had in my life. Okay, one one was maybe the worst Lyft driver that I've ever had I was going to say, we had the worst Lyft <laughs> but driver. Also but also, like, a character. Yeah. <laughs> so. It was like our first round, both trips from to and from the airport. Yeah. Like when we first got yeah, there. Yeah, one that guy was guy, super helpful. He, he but kind of strange. He had like a long ponytail and beard and had a war shirt that said I drink and I know things. Right. But yeah, he still had a seat deep southern accent too. Uh-huh. And the other one, the one that took us to the airport eventually. Um <laughs> basically the best way I can describe her is Kathy Bates in Waterboy. 
So Adam uh, Sandler's mom in The Waterboy, she was just like that. She yeah. was very motherly. So excited care. about those dadgum titans that kept on winning those football I games. Know. I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> but she, she was supposed to take, the airport's like 11 minutes away from where we are. And so she was about to get on the freeway and saw that there was like traffic on the on-ramp <laughs> to get on the freeway. She's like, boys. There looks like too much traffic. I don't like the looks of On that. the interstate. On the interstate. So I'm going to take you down. I'm going to go my own way. We'll get there way faster. I didn't like the looks of that. Um, and, and we're all looking at our GPS and there's like, it's like, you're right, like a minute of traffic. Yeah. Well, and then Google Maps keeps trying to turn her back around because it's like, it's still faster to turn around to go it's, the way you were. Every block faster. is yelling at her for like yeah. 20 minutes. And Please then eventually turn left. she just turns it off and I'm like, oh my God, we're going to miss it. We had plenty of time. We were still going to miss the flight um, because she keeps thinking that the turn is right there and then so she like puts on her blinker and then it's not there and she's like oh i thought that was gonna be it i'm sorry and so she just keeps going forever it takes us like this 11 minute ride to the airport takes us about 25 30 now she was cool about it she was apologetic she did not charge us for more than half of the ride but still i was like oh my god and so i'm texting my muse they're already at the airport yes and i'm like uh She's like, where are you guys? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> well, We're deep into Nashville. We just passed the Grand Old Opry. All, all of us, except for Greg, because his phone was broken, had like our GPS up and we we're trying to figure out the route she was going and we couldn't <laughs> figure it out. Cause, like, I didn't. I thought about pulling mine up, but I was sitting next to her and I didn't want to insult the woman. So, so when I pulled mine up and Alex pulled his up and we're both looking at it and, and Alex just turns to me and like, should I ask? I'm like, you may want to ask. He's like, we're going to the Nashville airport, right? <laughs> wait y'all aren't going to atlanta oh man she goes oh yeah you'll be there soon but i mean you know it's a good story we did make the flight (laughs) and then and then right as we're pulling up we're i'm kind of pissed because like we've got there three times longer than it should be and she goes i got a redneck joke for you guys before you leave nashville (laughs) i'm like this better be good lady (laughs) it wasn't she's like what 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 do you call a one-eyed deer (laughs) no no it's deer what do you call a deer with no eyes oh dear i got no idea no idea that's what it was and i mean it was it was perfect it was perfect for since, the situation since we made our flight yeah. it was hilarious. she had no idea how mad that we were because we were all being very polite but we're all just like i can't believe that you've made this a stressful thing for us now because but we saw a lot of nashville we did we got to see the opera yeah, we didn't get to see the opera which is you know we weren't gonna see otherwise so we did take the scenic route i suppose but yes i can't remember so yes nashville was cool mm-hmm. we'll tell more about that on another occasion yeah maybe we'll get alex to call in tomorrow yep and then or we'll t- next pod the next pod yep and uh i will tease that next pod i will tell the story of post moonshine mm, i like uh, that so you are going to want to listen to the next one mm-hmm. uh kyle yes birthdays happy birthday to mozart ah uh, wolfgang amadeus and amadeus, that's right Wolfgang Amadeus and uh, Patton Oswalt. Amadeus, 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 Amadeus. You ever heard that song? I've heard the tune. I don't think, is that the words that they say? Yeah. Oh. I think that's the name of the song. Yeah. I think it's Amadeus. It is now. <laughs> name of my song. But you know what song's better? The Cyrus song. The Cyrus song. Yep. Uh, this is going back to the roots of not having prepared a Cyrus song. I like this. Do you need anything from me? I don't even know what I'd have you do. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll be a, I'll be a spectator. Let's just see. I may harmonize with you. Well, maybe you maybe do you want to do a verse? 
a verse? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Don't leave me. Why don't you do a Zoe song? Um, or a Luke song? Well, Luke's too young, like Eliza, but you can do a Zoe song. Zoe's never once listened to this podcast. Well, maybe this would give her a reason to start. Could be. I think that you should do a Zoe song. Not today. You do a Zoe verse. Maybe tomorrow. Do one Zoe verse. Nah. One Zoe verse. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> maybe tomorrow. Great. <laughs> Cyrus is a cool little dude. We like to hang out and go to the pool. <laughs> he eats his veggies and drinks lots of milk. Yum. Cyrus is my nephew and we... <laughs> dress in silk? <laughs> we dress in silk. That's exactly right. Yes. So we deserves a song of our own. But Kyle stinks, and he'll be alone. <laughs> In not supporting the children, he'll be alone. He'll be alone. He'll be alone. Alone. Good job, Kyle. Way to sneak in there and get some credit. Uh, you know who deserves no credit. Frankie Stupid Muniz. Is that his actual legal middle name? Should be. It is now. All right. But what is not stupid, Kyle, is bacon. Mm -hmm. And you should never fear the bacon. Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Catch us next time. Bye-bye.